0: Hello, and welcome to The Great Beyond, the Is This Good Companion pod, where we'll follow up on last week's episode, answer listener questions, and catch up with each other. So, <laughs> hi, JD. How are you? Welcome to The Great Beyond, the first
1: sowed. <laughs> the mini Uh Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Uh, very excited to do some follow-up. What do you think about the term mini I think... Um, I don't really understand it. So, what do we say? What what's a mini sewed? Like what? Like five minutes, ten minutes? Uh,
0: well, I mean, I didn't have a time limit in mind, but short, sure, yeah, like thirty minutes or less for sure. Okay, okay. But as like as a word, like, would you write it mini dash sewed? That's kind of how I've seen it when on other people's podcasts. What about calling it like,
1: like a half pint? Okay, okay. I you've you've never seen me order a half pint ever, but sure. Um, I'm not so sure that that's true. Yeah, I, I definitely. You definitely have. Actually. You definitely have
0: when you know you shouldn't be drinking anymore, and then you you know it. you're about to leave, and you go like, oh, okay. Well, it's just a, it's just a cute little half pint. Um. So the reason that we're doing this is that we release the show on Monday. The is this good. The full show, the non mini sode, the full sode, if you will, uh, on Monday. <laughs> And then over the course of that week, before we release the next one, like, sometimes you'll have a thought or I'll have a thought about something we forgot to say or something that uh, a topic sparked in our mind. Or more importantly, we'll get YouTube comments or Twitter DMs, people commenting on the show or how they would answer those questions. And then by the time the next episode comes around, it feels weird to bring up those questions and comments and thoughts because the next guest hasn't heard the last show. Right. And it's like a lot of explanation. And uh, then the guest is sort of there like, why did you have me on to talk <laughs> about something that I didn't hear? And my time is very valuable. So please stop. So basically, there was nothing to do with these questions and comments. So I figured, why don't we do this mini-sode, this half pint, um, and we can get all that stuff out there. Yeah, um, let's do it.
1: So, well, first question: Did anything good happen to you this week? Um, you know, I was struggling to find to think of something, but uh, if something good is going to happen. It's my youngest son's Jackson's birthday tomorrow. So, oh, that's cute. good. How yeah. old? Uh, he's fifteen. He's gonna be fifteen. Oh my god, these kids are giant. Yeah. They're uh, how, how tall is he right now? He is not quite as tall as I am. So he's just under. I'm around six foot, just under six foot. So I'd say he's about five, ten. Oh, this one's big. So is Lincoln the taller than you? Lincoln is six, two, right? Lincoln's six, two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, And he is about. He's going to turn 17 this year. So, yeah. So what are you doing Um, for his birthday? You taking him to the Rippers knowing you? (laughs) I mean. I would if I could but uh, unfortunately there's I can't. laws there's laws you know and also and he has the judgment
0: of society
1: yeah he it's also he well obviously I'm not taking him to the rippers but I uh, it's hard to get out of them at this age what they want to do you mm-hmm. know what I mean like yeah. i don't know do we go bowling i was thinking maybe taking him to top golf but he has shown no interest in golf whatsoever good you you raised him right yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Um, But yeah, I don't know. It's what people do. I don't know. So anyways, there's paintball, but also, I don't know. All right. So it sounds like you're staying home and ordering pizza? Probably. <laughs>
0: okay, cool. Well, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, Jackson. I mean, 15, 16's the big one, right? 16's a biggie, yeah. Do they get their, their learner's permits at 16 in Georgia? They get it at 15. Oh, okay, okay. So so this yeah. is a big year. This is a big it's year big, for him. Big, big. Um, Something not good happened to me this no week. no
1: um
0: and this just happened to me so this is like fresh in my mind i haven't processed it yet this is going to come out in like a big vomit um <laughs> okay. but it does require some backstory I, i'm not really sure if i should be telling this story but anyways <laughs> what, what the hell else are we going to do on this show <laughs> very little prepared hmm. um so okay here's what you need to know for this to make sense i went to summer camp like sleepaway summer camp the same one for a bunch of years okay. ending I think in 97 or 98. So this is like 25 years ago plus, and you know, we kind of all kept in touch, um, after, but like 25 years, I, I lost track of, of basically all of them. Right. And certainly have not seen any of them. And, and this is a nice camp too.
1: Like this was in the States, right?
0: Yeah. This was in Maine. Um, okay. yeah, it was, it was really nice. Um, I mean it's gotten super fancy since I know my sister, um, went back and, and was, uh, like an administrator there Oh. and, uh, it's, it's gotten like very fancy. Not, it wasn't like the bunks didn't have, I guess, did they have electricity? Like they had one little light in them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you still have to read with your flashlight under the covers. Right.
1: Okay. Um, so it's, it's camp
0: like. Oh yeah. It's definitely like camp like, like, but I'm just saying, cause we weren't in tents. I think some camps you're li- I mean... Was it intense? Oh yeah, but it wasn't intense. <laughs> anyway, that's the least important part of the story. Okay. So twenty-five years pass, and I moved to LA like three years ago, and I find out that someone I went to a summer camp with lives out here in LA. He's not from here, but he lives here now. So okay. I reach out to him, and we end up getting together. And I meet his wife. He meets my girlfriend. It's uh, lovely. Let's call him uh, Frank. Okay. For the for the sake of this, so it doesn't. Frank
1: the camper. Frank the, Frank with the bunk mate. Now you have not seen this Frank, yeah. since camp. like you said goodbye, <sighs> the tearful goodbye as the buses pull away mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you have not seen this man for literally 25 years.
0: So I, I had seen him once, like maybe 15, 16 years ago. There was some kind of reunion in New York, and I was okay. there and, and we met up there. but I, I, it was like one, one or two hours. So, yeah, in the last 25 years, I've seen him for, like, an hour and a half to two hours. Okay. Um, So, then, after we have that meeting, Frank tells me, Hey, I just actually found out that another guy that we went to camp with also lives in L.A. Um, Let's call him Gideon. (laughs) And uh, so Gideon lives here, and he's like, we should go out with Gideon. So I say, fine. We go to dinner. This is maybe a, a few months ago now. And then um, Frank is, is about to have a baby. So he's like, hey, guys, you know, it was great catching up with you, but I'm about to have this kid, and I know I'm not going to have time to really see any of, of you guys. So if you want to have kind of one last dinner before, you know, we have the kid, let me know. So I say, sure. Here's a bunch of dates that I think would work, like, given, given your timeline. Time like, plan. you know, you don't yeah. want to do it at the week of. right? And uh, Gideon writes back, and he's like, ah, you know, None of those dates work for me. So we're like, okay, how about, so we, we're, we keep going later and later towards when the, the birth is happening. Right. But, uh, we, we agree. And then Gideon says, you know, I'm, he's a, Gideon's a music producer. So Gideon okay. says, I'm going to be in the studio that day. He's going to be in the stew. JD, do you know what it's like to be in cool. the stew? Do unpredictable. I ever. <laughs> So he says, the hours are unpredictable. Can we do it a bit later? So we say, okay. So we, he says, how about 8 PM? Sure. Okay. Fine. And then he says, just to make sure I can get there on time, can we do it at this place? It's not far from the studio. Again, we say, sure. Even though for Frank, he's he's coming all the way across town. Yeah. It happens to be close to me, but Frank's coming all the way across town. Yeah. So we make these plans like two weeks ago. You know, nothing, nothing is said in the group chat. And then the morning of, so this is yesterday morning, 8 a.m., Frank sends out a text. Hey, just double check in. Everything's cool for tonight. Oh I write back. I say, yeah, absolutely. See <laughs> you tonight. Gideon says nothing. Uh oh, Gideon. The day goes on, and Frank texts me directly and says, hey, I- I'm not sure if Gideon's coming or not, but just so you know, like, I'm still down to go no matter what. I say, yeah, sure, no matter what, I'll meet you at the restaurant. Okay. So I show up, just Frank sitting there. I sit down, I'm like, is Gideon coming? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, so he didn't reach out to you? He's like, no. I'm like, so he's just going to, like, walk in? But... Again, it's now it's 8. It's 8.05. It's 8.10. It's 8.15. We realize Gideon ain't coming. Gideon didn't say, like, oh, sorry, running late or right. sorry, I have to cancel. Nothing. So we have a lovely dinner. Yeah. And uh, I wake up this morning expecting there to be a text from Gideon being like, oh, my God, so sorry. But, like, he, he can't say he forgot because the text was sent that morning. Right. So. He had to have seen the text and just didn't respond. Anyway, so I, I go on Gideon's Instagram, because I follow him now, and I see, okay, a picture of him in the studio. I'm like, he's not lying. He's in the studio. Right. But then I look closer, and I see he's tagged the studio that he's in, and it's just the studio's in New York. <laughs> what's what's going on here? But the the most wow. important thing is fine. So I don't know. Maybe he had a session in New York, but, like, why wouldn't you tell us? And if you right. forgot before you had a text you're in a studio i know your phone's plugged in all day there's outlets i know the soundproofing is not so good in the studio that cell signals don't <laughs> don't penetrate the wall baffling right uh anyways th- there's no end to the story yet but i'm like i have like an itchy text finger right now <laughs> to confront him or or at least to like be like yeah I uh, guess your phone ran out of batteries or I, I don't know what, what, what would you do I don't know this person well so I I will say something I I got nothing to
1: lose in this situation so Frank you and Frank are good and Gideon so Gideon what was the relationship like back in camp was it was he kind of a flake back then or no I mean
0: I don't know at 15 can you be a flake I guess so but um, it's just very I, didn't odd. Know, I mean I I don't know. I wouldn't say we were close. Yeah, but still, the the weird thing is that Frank and Gideon have somewhat kept in touch this whole time. Huh. But because they both lived in New York for a while, so he's he's seen Gideon many many times in the past twenty five years. So they 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 have a much tighter relationship than me and Gideon. Interesting.
1: Anyway, is it possible that he thought that you guys were in New York and? No,
0: we saw him in L.A. (laughs) We all talked about how we live in L.A. now. I don't think he got confused.
1: So you had seen Gideon in L.A.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went for dinner. Right. Went for dinner. Wow, ghosted by Gideon. This is not good. Ghosted by Gideon. This is not good. Uh, Confront him. What have you got to lose? Who cares? Yeah, I think I'm going to. I mean, you're going to lose Frank anyway to the baby for at least a year. Yeah. So... It's not like you're going to make things awkward for him, necessarily. Well,
0: if anyone has an idea of what I should do, what I should text Gideon, let me know. Um, that's what we're doing on the show. We're telling stories that have a beginning, <laughs> hopefully a middle, no end.
1: It's well, a real, we can follow up next week. It's a real week.
0: cliffhanger. Yeah, we'll follow well, next up next week. week. I'll tell you yeah. what I uh, sent to old Gideon. Um, So quick bit of housekeeping Send me emails at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com We could always use emails Seriously, I read them all I respond to them all Mm. I have a little bit of a backlog i got to get through today when this is done But uh, yeah, send in emails Because they are super helpful for the show Um, Subscribe on YouTube And leave a review on Apple Podcasts Should I check Apple Podcasts right now As we're talking, JD? I I I haven't seen anything recently Um, I have never checked, actually
1: Okay, fill time. Dan- tap dance while I look up the show. Okay, well, you're we looking up uh, um, Apple Podcast Reviews. Uh, I will encourage uh, any Survivor fans out there to go check out No Buffs because we just recorded a banger of an episode. Um, it's in its own feed. It's No Buffs. Uh, just search for it on your Apple or but your podcatcher of choice, and it is also on YouTube. I am done tap dancing. Yeah, okay, good, 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 I got it. Okay, great. Okay, we have some recent ones. Oh, great, great.
0: Uh, The last one is from King Josias. Five stars. Delightful weekly watch, listen, with great guests and a bit of everything for any types of listeners out there. Mm. Add some good to your existence by making this part of your regular podcast listening rotation. Okay, anyways we could use more of those uh and then of course join our patreon when you sign up you'll get the full show with bonus segments plus fun extras like this week i don't know if you saw it jd i posted a video of me singing very loudly at a garth brooks concert because (laughs) uh on last on this week's episode with alex wong we talked about uh when people in the crowd sing louder than the person singing and is that rude and does it ruin people's (laughs) experience and um my girlfriend was listening, and she was like, you know, you, you were poo-pooing this, but yet you sent me this video of you singing the dance at a Garth Brooks concert, yeah. and all you can hear is me singing along. But of course, as an audio technician, JD, you know that? That's because my mouth is right in front of the, uh, the microphone.
1: That's right. And, That's right. And, and it was and a stadium. The, Garth was far away. Right. And the iPhone is actually, it's very good at discerning, or it is usually pretty good at discerning what you're supposed to be hearing it's assuming that since you're holding the phone in front of your face mm-hmm. and you're belting out friends in low places or whatever what was, it the was a dance it's like it's a his dance. big
0: sort of ballad
1: right and you were you were given it yeah like you I were, honestly uh,
0: i was i was like okay i have to post this now to shame myself
1: <laughs> but then
0: at the same time i was like i'm not off key i don't sound no. terrible
1: you sound pretty good i sound, you pretty, sound good. pretty good um but listen, uh, that this is why you do not need to record a performance on your phone at a at a concert because this, this is the kind of audio you're going to get. Yeah,
0: good. If you want to remember what you sounded like
1: at the concert, <laughs> that, well, that's fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. If you want to record yourself singing along with Garth Brooks, by all means, record yourself. But you—I mean—you couldn't even see Garth Brooks in that video. Uh, well, you—you you could.
0: Um, it was a theater in the round, a stadium in the round. <laughs> but you know, it's like I'm so dumb that when I—I'm holding the phone, even though it's right in front of my mouth, yeah. the camera is facing the stage, so I'm looking at Garth Brooks, listening to Garth Brooks. I don't even know I'm singing along, like you know what I mean? Because if <laughs> yeah. if I was if the camera was reversed and I was selfieing, like wanted to send my girlfriend, like look how much fun I'm having. Right. But but it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't even that. Um, anyway, so go, go to patreon.com slash good to see me sing at a Garth Brooks concert. And I do want to point out our next live stream hangout is Tuesday, April 25th at 8.30 Eastern. So sign up before then if you want to be part of that. Uh, basically, we all get on a Zoom together. We could see your faces. You can ask us questions. We shoot the shit together. It was super fun last time. So yeah. we're looking forward to doing it again. And you don't have to show your face. No, a, lot of, a lot of people did not want to. And that's perfectly okay. I thought the okay. cutest part of it was when we said, all right, well, like, you know, that's about an hour. We're going to sign off now. And then, like, people just started, like, clicking on and just, like, smiling and just showing their face in the final, like, 30 seconds. Yeah. Finally gaining up the courage to see them smiling in their, uh, you know, guest rooms. Yeah, exactly.
1: But uh, our our instinct was to go, oh, hey. Danny! Yeah. <laughs> like, he just Mm-mm. revealed himself. He's like, no, 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 I don't no. want to talk. I just wanted to say bye. Show my face.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, so let's get to the follow-up that we were promising. Um, this week's show, as I said, was with Alex Wong. We did a Settle This Question about whether it was appropriate to twerk at a Taylor Swift concert, because there was a very stupid controversy where someone on TikTok filmed someone um, at on Taylor Swift's new eras tour. They were twerking to a song and they posted it and people were like Taylor Swift doesn't make music they need to twerk to. There were mm. kids there. This
1: is inappropriate. Um, I will say that it was What, looking back at it she was grinding up against him. It was well, that's it what was twerking a little is. I know, but it it was a little lascivious. It was a little lascivious I would say. Okay. I would say. I was not offended by it, but And I would, uh, you know, I'm definitely on the side of, hey, you paid the ticket, twerk all you want. (laughs) The guy who wants to
0: take his 15-year-old to a strip club, if there weren't laws that prevent him from doing so, is offended (laughs) by uh, fully clothed people rubbing butts. That's
1: right.
0: (laughs) Uh, uh, So, okay. Anyways, um, so we did that question on the show. And then I get a DM from my friend, Your friend Brody. Who's Mm -hmm. Brody? Uh, A friend of mine, I met him through J.E. Skeets. He's very close with Skeets. They went to high school together. They've been friends forever. So I just get a DM from Brody after the show releases, and it just says, I got kicked out of a Taylor Swift concert for breakdancing, and I never forgave her. (laughs) So, of course, I DM back. I'm like, what are you talking about? I need to hear this full story. I actually asked him to come on the show, but unfortunately, he's traveling right now. He's on vacation with um, his... Uh, with his very young son yeah. and um, and his wife. And anyways, he didn't have his computer with him, so he couldn't come on the show. But just before finally I was trying to get in touch with him, just before we stepped on, I got a call from him. So I can tell the story. You stop me if you have any questions. Hopefully I okay. can answer them.
1: I will, before you start, I will say that I just offhanded mentioned this to Skeet's before like we were recording just now mm-hmm. and i said oh yeah we're going to do a follow up show uh, apparently brody got kicked out of a taylor swift concert for breakdancing and he it, like didn't compute like it was like bro who brody my brody like i'm like i think so and then it was one of those moments where I was like, did I dream that? Is that... Was I high? Or like, did, is this... Am I making oh, this happened. up here? It happened. Yeah, and yeah, apparently it happened. And so that's why I, I, I texted you. and was like, just for confirmation, this is what we're talking about, right? And yes, indeed. So let's hear the story. Um, okay, so this was on the, the
0: Reputation tour. So Brody and, and Sarah, his wife, uh, they're huge Swifties. And okay. they have this other friend, Laura, and... I I am not sure I heard this part exactly, but basically, Laura had some connection to Ticketmaster, and they got like gifted three tickets, okay. so for free. And I like that's I said, a big they,
1: deal because apparently these tickets
0: are oh, they yeah, were I h- mean, like hundreds of dollars yeah. And Brody specifically pointed out to me that when Brody, Sarah, and Laura, you know, they, they get crazy together when they get together because they don't get to hang out as much. Okay. And um, so they're pre-drinking, and you're you're gonna be disgusted by this part. For the pre-drink, Brody said he had canned Caesars, okay. so Caesar yeah. uh, is a, like basically a Bloody Mary, but Canadian.
1: Yeah, and There's he was he it. was
0: juicing them with extra vodka. So he said we all were having triple Caesars. <laughs> okay, so obviously they were super drunk. They get to the show, and you know the ushers are pointing them towards their seats, and they're getting like closer and closer and closer, and they realize not only are they on the floor, but they, there's one of these stages where it like juts out, so Taylor can kind of walk out amongst the crowd, and they yeah. are right up against this thing. Like Brody was like, wow. Taylor Swift was sweating on us, and they they wow. like touched the stage. So okay. they were like, obviously they they're huge Swifties. They're with their friend Laura, who they don't see a lot. They're drunk, drunk. They have the most drinks. amazing seats, and they're free, so you could like spirits are high. Yeah. Um. Then at the tip of the stage where they are, there's you know, those like long aisles that they do for security that go basically from the stage to kind of the soundboard. So it stretches, the, it's an, at an arena. It's the entire yeah. length of, of the arena. Okay. So they're right on the aisle, right next to the stage. Again, super excited. <laughs> and Brody took great pains to point out, it's the three of us, we're drunk, but all around us are just moms and tiny children and young, young children. teenagers, okay? Right. That's the, the demo. That like pre-teens. Doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're already getting dirty looks just by being loud and boisterous and, and right. probably a bit sloppy. Right. So it's under these circumstances that Taylor comes on. Taylor's killing it, obviously. And because they're right next to this aisle, suddenly they, they, they find they don't have enough space to dance to do their moves <laughs> just in their seats. <laughs> so Laura and Brody move into the aisle and start dancing there. And of course, okay. very quickly, a security guard comes up and is like, mm, no, yeah. you can't do that. So they go back to their seats. But then another song comes on, and they they cannot stop their feet. And th- again, they're moving out into the aisle. They're dancing into the aisle. The security guard comes and says, hey, I'm not asking you again. Get back in your seats. And then <laughs> Laura decides to be a little prankster. And at some point, she pushes Brody into the aisle. Oh, my God. And once out there, again, the Caesars have kicked in here. Brody just starts breakdancing in the aisle.
1: And Okay, when you say breakdancing, what are we talking? Like, we're talking moonwalking, we're talking ex- exa- the worm. Exa- like Exactly.
0: He's like, I'm doing the, the moonwalk, I'm doing the worm, I'm doing the robot, I'm twerking. <laughs> and so at so this point on the phone call, I go, wait, I don't understand. Can you breakdance, Brody? Pause. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> he, he seems like he's like, so that's when I get drugged, I think I can break dance, and right. it's like awesome because I'm really giving it, and everyone's cheering me on. And then I wake up the next morning and realize that they were probably just laughing at me. Right, right, <laughs> so, right, right. No, Brody cannot break dance. <laughs> he's just, you know, again, doing the robot. Yeah. And immediately he says, Four security guards come, grab his arms, and start pushing him. Down the entire aisle that stretches the whole arena, right? Oh
1: my God. So
0: they're like basically perp walking him down. Everyone's staring at him. And he says, But so everyone's staring at me. And I suddenly, for some reason, I think this is my moment. And I'm still like, as much as I can, <laughs> d- d- moving my hands through their arms. Like, Nodding my head, and I'm dancing all the way, all the way down the aisle. They throw him in some kind of like special security elevator, and oh, then just boom, yeah. the doors open, and they like, uh, you know, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Fresh Prince, Salt, like just throw him onto the street. And he's drunk, so he's like pulling on the door, and he's like, then he re- like it hits him. He's like, I just got kicked out of the Taylor <laughs> Swift concert. So he texts uh, Sarah and Lord He's like. Hey, guys, I got kicked out. I can't get back in. You know, you guys stay if you you want. I have their textbook, like, yeah, of course we're going to stay. We didn't (laughs) get kicked out. These are amazing seats. So Brody realizes that he can't get back in. He calls an Uber. And in the Uber, again, he's super hammered. He takes out his phone and DMs Taylor Swift and says... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he says, I'm very upset with you. <laughs> oh, my God. Explains what happened. Of course, uh, she never responds. And then the, the, the pièce de résistance, the cherry on on the Sunday, is he gets home, puts his hand in his pocket, realizes he doesn't have the keys. Sarah has the keys in her <sighs> purse. <laughs> Curls up on the porch like a cat. And goes to sleep wow. to be woken up three hours later by, like, a boisterous Sarah being like, wow. that was the greatest night ever! <laughs> uh, anyways, he's still upset about it. He said he would love to go again. And he hopes that um, us talking about this on the show um, could maybe, you know, gain a groundswell of support. <laughs> it could get <laughs> make its way to Taylor <laughs> And, Start a GoFundMe to send them uh, back. Yeah, or she could invite him to the Aeros tour. I, I don't know if she's playing Toronto. I, I would assume, mm. though. I guess she's playing the the stadium this time, so there'll be more yeah. seats that Brody could. <laughs> Brody could go
1: to. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, to be fair to those twerkers, uh, they were in their seats, right? Abs, they, they were absolutely. In, the in eyes. fact, they were in one seat.
0: That's right. <laughs> they were only two. Yeah, that's one exactly seat.
1: right. <laughs> um, anyways,
0: I think probably very valid that he got kicked out because that yes. that aisle is for security. Like, if someone passes out, they want to be able to get a stretcher or whatever through and keep oh, that clear. Right. Um, I don't think T Swift like comes down into the aisle as maybe the boss would, but right. but still, I think this is a valid getting kicked out. And it would seem like a three strikes, right? It was yeah. That's a great that they, point. <laughs> like, it wasn't know. like like he was just twerking in his seat and they like kicked him out. He. Right. Truly had it coming, so sorry Brody, <laughs> we're not on your side on this one, but it's a a great story and we salute you for wilding out at a Taylor Swift concert <laughs> like that. We also talked about if it was appropriate to scream loudly at a concert, because yes. this was another TikTok video of someone screaming. At first we were like, no, this is totally fine, of course you're going to scream at a concert. Then we heard the scream, we were like, okay, this is, <laughs> this is crossing a line. Right. Uh, Jeremy Kai on YouTube said... Um, oh, so right. We were also somehow talking about the Beatles playing Madison, playing Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto because I yeah. was mentioning that screaming is what stopped the Beatles from playing live. But right. do you remember why are we talking about specifically the show at Madison at uh, Maple Leaf Garden?
1: Oh, I brought it. You said that one time the 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 Beatles uh, were drowned out by the audience, and I and I just. I thought that it, it had happened at Maple Leaf Gardens. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, right, that's what Jeremy Kai um, left
0: a YouTube comment confirming. He said, my dad and uncle were at the Beatles show at Maple Leaf Gardens. Their parents dropped them off and went to the Carlton Cinema, which is two doors down, and they <laughs> said the concert was so loud they couldn't hear the movie. That, I find that to be a little shocking. I used to live next to the Carlton Cinema in Toronto. Yeah. So there was a, bu- a whole building between Maple Leaf Gardens and the cinema, I don't know. You're not buying it. Doesn't pass the smell test for me. Really? Yeah, but I did ask. Uh, I did ask Jeremy if he if his dad and uncle saw you there because yeah, I saw that. <laughs> were... I
1: saw that. I, I, LOL'd. Um, I was. But <laughs> so about... you don't think you don't you you think I think that is very possible, especially at that frequency. It's mostly yeah. girls literally hmm. screaming Jamie Lee Curtis style, uh, their heads off, right? For an extended period of time. Yeah. And we're also talking mid-60s, so the sound – it's not like you're in Dolby surround sound in a movie theater. I mean, the soundtracks were right. literally – Right. There's no sound in the movies. <laughs> you, could, you couldn't hear the piano
0: player. <laughs> <laughs> the, the piano forte was not so forte that night. Um, I was thinking, like, okay, so, so this show that we were joking about that you were sold that you were at this Beatles show at Maple Leaf Gardens – is the Beatles like a show, if you, like, I get the question, like, any show that happened before you were live, like, that you could go to? I was so, somehow I was thinking, I love the Beatles, but the Beatles would not be my choice for a concert no. that I would go to. Definitely Because there weren't, like, especially in the earlier years, they weren't, like, a great live band in the sense of, like, they were just playing these three-minute pop songs, perfect pop right. songs to be sure, but, like, yes. it wasn't like they were airing it out or, or changing things up, really, in concert.
1: Yeah, no. I would uh I would agree with you. They um again, the screaming would be too much, mm-hmm. A. but also yeah, you're 100% right. I mean, I think they stopped. Did they stop touring around Revolver and, you know, the White album, they were definitely stopped and yeah, get yeah, back they were and all that like, in India by
0: then. But yeah, I think I, I I don't know. It's always a trivia question. I think their last concert was at Candlestick Park in San Francisco, I want to Really? Or is that San What Diego? year?
1: I think San Francisco is Candlestick.
0: Um, I'm not sure. I will say, like watching the Get Back documentary, where they're playing that the famous concert on the top of um, on the roof. (laughs) Yeah, on the roof of Abbey Road. Um, that looks cool. Like if they were touring in that era, like their songs were like grittier, and they were like the soloing was cooler, and they were looser in general. Like if they had toured then, that I would have for sure have enjoyed seeing that. Totally. Yeah. Because I was also thinking about how I never saw Oasis. Now, take aside from the fact that you hate Oasis, (laughs) there's been a lot of rumors that they're going to reunite. Wow. Because Noel's going through a divorce. People say he need you know needs some money. Okay. Um, So I was thinking like these tickets, if they tour, will probably be like five, six hundred dollars. Ridiculous. Yeah, and they're also not. Sorry to say it, they're not the most exciting live band. Yeah. Like I know. Liam just Liam and there's no mystery. Like Liam will just say the song they're gonna play before they play it. Like right. he'll just be like, "Supersonic," and then they'll just break into <laughs> it. Not not even like. Some people say I go too go too fast, but when they do, I tell them, <laughs> and then the song starts. You know, or like I don't know, supersonic, like Supersonic. Yeah. yeah, like uh. you just so I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I would see maybe like the Dylan Rolling Thunder tour looked cool as hell. I would
1: would oh, Like okay. to see that? Yeah, I would have liked to see uh, Led Zeppelin when they were touring for Led Zeppelin too.
0: That oh, would have been amazing. Oh, you're a big Zep
1: head. I love you. Anytime we
0: needed to to do something that wasn't for public consumption, so we could use copyright music, you were slipping the immigrant song in there. <laughs> always, man. Always. If you if you don't hear that, ah, you're like <laughs> this. Sizzle reel has no
1: hype to it. I was dropping that in stuff. Years before uh, Takiwit uh, Taki TV was doing uh, it for Thor.
0: Yeah, that's right. But, yeah, uh, New Zealand hack. <laughs> um, all
1: right,
0: and then the last thing we talked about uh, in concert etiquette was if it was okay to sing louder, like I mentioned, the Garth Brooks things off the top. Andreas Mole alerted us to a hilarious thing that happened. So he said. Speaking of concert etiquette, I think this is just a copy-paste from an article. It said, this week, a performance of The Bodyguard Musical in Manchester. (laughs) That's right, The Bodyguard Musical. We can come back to that. If you're wondering, yeah, The Bodyguard is in, like, the movie The Bodyguard with Whitney Houston and uh, Kevin Costner. It was forced to end early, and police were called to deal with two disruptive audience members. In mobile phone footage shared online, a woman is heard shouting over the... Top of the hit song I Will Always Love You. Crowds are then seen cheering as the disruptive audience members are removed by security staff. Former Pussycat Doll star and lead actor Melody Thornton apologized to the fans for the disruption. It is a hilarious video. Maybe we'll put it in the description. Someone is screeching along to <laughs> 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 I Will Always Love You. It's it's super funny. Uh, I mean, if you go to see a jukebox musical, isn't part of the fun, like, you know, like the. Singing a the, the tagline for. Um, What's the ABBA musical called? Uh, Mamma Mia.
1: Mamma Mia is like, we were dancing in the aisles. Totally. And in fact, I think in some performances of Mamma Mia, they would actually put up the lyrics as like subtitles um, so people could sing along. It was almost karaoke style. (sighs) Yeah. Was that just at the end, like kind of like for a reprise or was it? I don't know, actually. I thought I saw it marketed like uh, this is the sing-along version, so we want you to Oh, okay.
0: Okay, so. so there was a second. Like, yeah, they'll do that at theaters too, right?
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, like The Sound of Music, uh, Sing-along. Yeah, or uh, Rocky Horror. That. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure.
0: Um, but still, this, this would be annoying in a theater setting.
1: Oh, uh, totally. In fact, it, uh, we never got into it, but musicals, I I sat through Cats a couple of years ago which I fucking hate. Like, mm-hmm. it's the worst musical. But there is one good song in music in uh, Cats and it's Memories mm-hmm. and it's Touch Man na 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 na. And then there's a key change and like a crescendo. It's the mm-hmm. crescendo climax of the whole show. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing Barbra Streisand singing it in my head right now. <laughs> because it's me- it's not that Memories. <laughs> what do Barbra Streisand does Memory? I know, but the not the cat's version. It's uh, The midnight, not a sound from the pavement? No, no no. That's, that's different? That's that's, that's different. That, yeah. Oh, hold on. What's yours then? <laughs> <laughs> it's not mine. It's Andrew Lloyd <laughs> Weber. And it's his uh, it's <singing> That's what I'm saying. <speaking> uh, Has the moon lost her memory? Is that
0: what it is? I'm
1: Wait, we need to of. settle this. <laughs> settle this is are we singing the same song? we singing song? the same song. Anyways, in that song there's a huge crescendo and then everybody in the Fox Theater in Atlanta just starts cheering. I mean, mm-hmm. it was to the point where I could not hear the note that everybody everybody had come to see that note. Everybody was there to see that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, JD, and I'm y- sure that's what everyone said when they were going to, when they bought the tickets. We're
0: going for this one note. You're, I'm you're telling an outlier. you, outlier.
1: No, no. I'm telling you, everybody in that show was like, "What is this show?" I know there's a hit in this show. It's coming. The, it's, oh, the Rum Tum Tugger. Okay, this is this is sort of familiar, but it's the only show. It's the only hit from the sh- the, the 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 whole show. So mm. there, we're waiting for it. Everybody's waiting for it. Okay, maybe I'm an outlier, but <laughs> but you're cheering through the best part of the show and you can't hear it. It's just crazy to me. Um, I'm going to have to ask
0: you to make a call right now. We're like okay. 30 minutes plus into this thing. Okay, <laughs> I knew this, this would happen. This is going to be a mini-sode. I think it's because like, <laughs> it's the first one. Should I go through the rest of the things, or should we just call it here?
1: No, let's go through the rest of the things, but hounds only, here on out.
0: <laughs> you don't
1: like it? Okay, I don't
0: know. <laughs> I'll continue, and we can... Uh... We we can decide after. Um, Okay, so (laughs) uh, in the Alex Wong show, we talked about uh, leaving your laptop with someone when you're at a coffee shop. So obviously we've all been in the situation, you're working at a coffee shop, you got to pee, you don't want to pack up all your shit, so Mm -hmm. you ask someone to watch it for you, and we're discussing whether that was good or not. And I also brought up the topic, like, let's say I ask you, JD, if you're a stranger, hey, could you watch my laptop? Do I leave it on my table? and you watch it from your table mm-hmm. or do i bring it to you and say hey could you watch my laptop and i was right. saying obviously i would prefer if they just brought it to my table so i don't have to like keep anxiously looking over you're right but at the same time now i'm worried i would be spilling my coffee on it right so uh jeremy kai again great commentary you had two comments making it into this wow mini so this half pint that's becoming a full pint <laughs> uh So he says, I was once getting into a seat at a coffee shop with some friends and accidentally nudged the table beside me. On it was a full cup of coffee and an unattended Palm Pilot and keyboard combo device. The coffee spilled on the keyboard, but I was the only one who noticed. When the person came back to find her electronics all wet, she asked us if we saw what happened. My friend spoke up and said it was like that when we arrived, which was a statement my friend believed to be true because he did not see. I, on the other hand, said nothing because I was in high school and couldn't afford to replace a Palm (laughs) Pilot. The woman then spent the next half hour angrily blowing into her keyboard as it was now not working. I felt guilty for months after that. So this is exactly what I'm worried about. And and it happened. Um, Shout out to Palm Pilots. Did you ever have one? No. I could never afford that back then. I remember my uncle had a Palm Pilot, and him showing it to us, and our minds were fucking blown.
1: Oh, I thought that they were cool as hell. Oh my god, this is yeah. like what, like early nineties? Oh, I would, I would think later nineties, like 90, after ninety-five, I would think, but I actually don't know. So this thing was basically like a, a glorified Philofax. Okay, now we're yeah. in the 80s. Okay, the Filofax.
0: was I mean, basically, was Which is a glorified calendar. Right. And it had like a little stylus. Yeah. Um, and I think on the, some of the later models, you could do the thing where you would write it in, in handwriting and it would yes. convert it. And, yes. I can't tell you how much people's minds were blown by this. Oh, now we I have remember. AI that can like, we can't tell. <laughs> we're in like a full Spike Jones her world. But when I was a kid... The Palm Pilot was fucking was where it was at. Yeah, and of course 100%. the Palm Pilot was killed by the BlackBerry, which was then killed by uh, by the iPhone. Um, but anyways, I don't. I sort of get Jeremy's point here. Like he was in high school. It was an accident.
1: Well, what's the what's his point? That he he does he feel bad about yeah, not saying he didn't something? Own up. The woman left her Palm Pilot and a full coffee unattended <laughs> at a table. you you oh you're saying she was asking for it? Yeah. I'm saying she was asking for it. Uh, It's a Palm Pilot. You can slip it into your purse or something, you know? Like, you're taking your life in your hands, leaving a a drink at a table. I mean, I know it's not a nightclub or anything, but I don't know. And it got nudged. I mean, that was bound to happen. So, Jeremy, good on you for not owning up. Can you imagine if he had uh, admitted to it? It would be like, you owe me a Palm Pilot. There would,
0: be a would you though like if that happened to you if I, so again we don't know each other i knock a total accident i knock the chair which knocks into your table which knocks over your coffee which falls on your palm pilot and i tell
1: you would you say pay up i mean i wouldn't but right. I, this you'd be like never oh, that fucking sucks it's an accident yeah but I, yeah i guess i mean i don't know i mean okay here's a situation that happened to me happened to us we were walking through Six Flags Water Park, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> this woman, it was packed, completely packed. And we were going over the bridge of the Lazy River. We are just walking around. like. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lincoln, I don't know, he was, I want to say he was nine-ish, eight mm-hmm. or nine-ish. And this woman drops her phone, and it skitters across the bridge... And then Lincoln accidentally kicks it, and it goes whoop <gasps> right into the lazy river. Okay, <laughs> and then he looks at me, and he goes, "Whoops!" <laughs> and I was like, "It's keep walking, kid." Uh huh. Because she had Did dropped. Did she the phone. see him kick it though? Yeah, and then so what happened was, uh, she followed us. Yeah, and uh, and uh, we we sort of. Found a spot, and then Lincoln and I went to go on a ride. It was, again, packed. So we were gone for like an hour waiting to get on this one slide. While we were gone, the woman confronted Rachel and said, "Uh, Your son kicked my phone into the lazy river, and uh, I'm going to need you to pay for it. (gasps) Yeah. And it was a big thing, and I had no idea. Wait, what did Rachel say? She was like, I'm so sorry that happened. It, I, I don't think that we should, like... It sounds like it was an accident. And uh, she was trying to be very diplomatic. I mean, it was Rachel. Uh, but she was definitely... I think that she waited for me to leave. Oh, uh, okay. Big scary con- man with big confront, scary beard. Yeah, confront the, confront the wife about it. Uh, anyways, at the, in the end, uh, Rachel was like, look, uh, if you really want me to pay for it... And Rachel's thing is, like, this woman, she needs the phone more than we need the money sort of thing. And it was an accident and whatever. And so she agreed to pay. And so basically we said we would meet. Pay for the whole meet- thing? Well, we would give her some money. I don't okay. know. What, what, I can't remember what. By the way, aren't these agreed. iPhones
0: supposed to be waterproof? Lady, jump in the lazy river. I mean, we're talking about. Too,
1: it. too lazy to jump in a lazy river? Okay, but uh, don't get me started because who brings a fucking yeah, uh, uh, iPhone right. into a water park? We're in a water park. Uh,
0: also, this is insane. You shouldn't have your phone in the water park. You were the one that dropped it. You were yes. the primary mover. That's of exactly this right. <laughs> tragedy. Right. You shouldn't have had your phone in the first place. You dropped it. It could have very easily bounced, bounced, bounced into the thing. Even if it didn't, okay. it's already getting water on it from, you know, the, the the level of water that accumulates everywhere in a water park. Yeah. A child, a <laughs> minor, is <laughs> yes. walking through no fault of his own, kicks it. It falls into the river. That is like, if I'm apportioning blame, I'm apportioning like one percent or
1: less to Lincoln. And it's not like he saw it and kicked it. It bounced off his foot. It, like it hit his foot. Oh, it bounced off his foot? Like it would literally just sort of skidded and then he was just sort of walking and the motion of his foot just <laughs> right, kind, of, right. kind of looked like he kicked it, but he didn't actually kick it. Now, if
0: we could put truth serum in Lincoln, get him on the show and say, hey, you kicked that lady's <laughs> phone into the lazy river, didn't you?
1: <laughs> I mean, 50-50, to be honest. <laughs> <I> mean, uh, <laughs> but still... You know, and this woman's like, Oh, I, I can't even I can't even reach my kids now who are in the park. And I'm like, so Ooh, wait, do they all have cell have- phones? Exactly. The kids all have cell phones in their in their bathing trunks? Exactly. Uh oh, it was so frustrating. Anyway, we waited we were gonna give this woman some money, but she never showed up. She ghosted us. Oh, that's um, really weird. This woman's really real strange. lazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so uh, this woman who had a Palm Pilot uh, and just left it out at a coffee shop and it gets nudged by a bunch of kids, that is 100% on her. And Jeremy, uh, do not do not lose another second of sleep about that. Because, That's right. Go right to sleep. Yeah. You're fine. You are. You are. Erase that
0: right. from your memory.
1: <laughs> yes. um,
0: all right. So then uh, going back to last week's episode with Trey Kirby – We Mm -hmm. talked about, if you remember, um, is it good to call a stranger buddy, you know, or is it just (laughs) sort of annoying and condescending? And then um, when we were talking about it, I brought up like, of these sort of things you might call a person you don't know, chief, buddy, bro, sport, pal, boss, you know, which is the best one, which is the worst one? We debated Mm -hmm. that. I heard from a lot of people, a lot of Australians, Mm. okay? I think you might know where this is going already. So, George A wrote... (laughs) Listen to the pod this week, and you discussed all the names you can be called, such as buddy, bro, pal, and yet no mate. Mate! I assume this is an (laughs) Australia-New Zealand thing. It's completely normalized and friendly for us to use it, and we pass it on to you when we travel. Where does this stack up? Is this something that's secretly causing you to be annoyed? And then Jay uh, on YouTube commented and said, Very international. Mate is a neutral option of calling someone. Uh... Here's what I'm confused about. You you spent a lot more time in Australia than I have. I mean, I've mm-hmm. actually not never spent time in Australia. Um, mate just means friend. Friend yeah. is a synonym for buddy. So how how do they do it where it doesn't sound condescending? I mean, first of all, it'd be weird for me to go to a coffee shop and be like, can I get a cappuccino friend? <laughs> right. Right.
1: <laughs> <That's>,
0: <laughs> it sounds very like I'm a Christian minister or something. Right.
1: Yeah, mate. I think is just it's it's more in line with y'all or uh, uh, my friend. It's not like friend. It's like my friend, right? Oh, so that's sort of a more like Middle Eastern thing. Like, uh, okay, you know, the, yeah, my friend, my friend, come right, right, yeah, or or amigo, right? Like, um, okay, but the,
0: you can't say amigo here in America.
1: No, I know, but if if you're in Mexico, you you might uh, hey you amigo, might be, let me get amigo, let me uh, I'll, let me get a couple of beers from you. Right, amigo. Right, like uh, here's your change, amigo. I, mean, I would I, say hermano. Well, well let see. That's, that hermano but, that's is... but that's but that's sexualized, isn't it? Like that's my no, no, brother. no. Hermano just means brother. Right, but so you're not going to say you have a brother? Too. Do you do you do sex with him? I, I mean, it's 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 oh, there's oh, a masculine I see. and a feminine. Oh, I see, I see. You can <laughs> I see. get you can say <laughs> you can say uh, hermana. Now, I will answer the question. By the way, no, I do not have <laughs> sex with my brother. <laughs>
0: I <laughs> noticed been quite silent on whether you've
1: had sex with your brother. Good looking man, that Ryan Doyle. Always a handsome devil, but handsome devil. Uh, I can't say that I would uh, go there. But anyways, if you say mate, uh, you can say it across. I know women who refer to their mates, right? I mean, it, it is sort of more like a. Uh, actually, I don't know. I definitely have. Uh, Australian women friends who would refer to their friends as mates, and we're going out with the mates. Uh, British also use mate, I believe, um, but yeah, they will also they say lads, do. right? Like they'll. Oh, say, I don't want to get with the the, oh, up the lads. Up the lads! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In it? But, but I, I like mate a lot. I, if if I could pull it off, I would use it. I don't yeah, but I don't think it's.
0: I think if 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 it's done here, it's going to come out as affected, unless you fake an accent.
1: Totally. Yeah. uh,
0: Which that could be fun.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like Like, imagine.
0: I feel so awkward that I saying like (laughs) buddy or chief or pal or boss that I just
1: put on an Australian (laughs) accent and start calling people mate. (laughs) Well, it's it's yeah, it's hard. I, I I am. I realized after we had the uh, the episode that I say man a lot. I go thanks man, you know. Yeah, which is that's, that's kind of. I think lame it's too. better though. It's better. It's better than bro. It's better, it's better than, than bud. But it's it it's not inclusive. That's what I don't like about it. Mm. Yes, very very true. Okay, uh, let's end on this. The
0: comment of the week. Okay, I don't Ooh. know if this is going to be a recurring segment, but it's the first one. I like it. And there's a great <laughs> comment. So this person's going to win comment of the week. Great. comment away and you too could, could win this prestigious award. I love it. Or seriously, just be featured in, in this podcast because obviously it's going to rely on people commenting so we can follow up on the comments. We love comments. Um, Alright, so, bit of explanation here. So on the Trey episode, we did a Settle This question about a guy who's worried that he might be using his office bathroom too much. But it was a, a Patreon portion of the episode. It was just for the peahounds. So, I'll Explain what the email was. It was very quick. It was one sentence really. It just said hello, Matt Can I keep shitting in the office? They are genuine (laughs) shits? I'm doing but I feel like my colleagues might think I'm shitting a little too much for context I shit in the office two to three times a day and then he signed it T for confidentiality now He sent me the email. So obviously I knew his first name I knew his last name and I saw his little avatar that had a picture of him So I knew what he looked like Trey Kirby sent this in no uh, and so, of course, yeah, I'm going to just say T when I read it on the show because yeah. he's talking about his office and taking three messy dumps in there. <laughs> so I thought I did a good thing. Kept his name confidential. We talked about it. We decided, yeah, it's totally fine. Keep yeah. shitting as long as they're genuine shits. <laughs> we, we really like that term <laughs> genuine shits.
1: I take a genuine shit <clears throat> for okay. jumping on with you here now.
0: Oh, lovely. Yeah, it's great. So we post the episode and this guy. Who wants to remain confidential Comments on the YouTube <laughs> And when you comment on YouTube You could see, I mean, you could choose to have a handle But he does not, he has his first name He has his last name, and he has the very same picture That was in his <laughs> Gmail When he sent it to me Okay. He says Those were my genuine shits you were discussing <laughs> But I Am patreon list." And then he put three sad face emojis Then he replied to his own comment He said, I'm all patreon up now some context to add: We have a free cereal bar, so he's he's telling us why he was taking so many shits. I guess he's eating a lot okay. of bran. Anyway, I, I can say his name now because you could see it there on the YouTube. Oh, don't you want to go look. Don't.
1: Why he might not? He might not want you to.
0: No, no, no. You'll see. You'll see. Okay, okay. So his name's Tamir Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> But I, so JD, like you, I thought, does this guy not know that when you comment, you could see your full name? Like, does he think this is a non? So I reply to his email and I say, I have to ask, why did you go anonymous on the podcast? And then public in the YouTube comments. I said, also, welcome to Patreon. As you may have heard by now, we're, we're pro genuine shits. So Tamir wrote back and he said, and I, I kind of expected him to write back and be like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. He just wrote back. You guys helped me realize that my fear of genuine shitting was all in my head, so thank you for that. With this new found genuine shitting confidence, I might up my quota to five plus. Wow! <laughs> so this we gave this guy we gave Tamir confidence enough to go public with his his pooping
1: habits. Damn, that's the best thing I've heard all week.
0: Yes, if only you had heard that first when I asked you at the start yes. of the show. did anything good happen to you? You could have said. We gave this guy enough confidence to share his name with the world. He came out of the closet, the stall. He
1: came out of the <laughs> he stall. He came out of the stall, loud and proud, with genuine shits. Way uh, to go, Tamir.
0: Yeah, so that's that's the comment of the week. Um, one last uh, tiny thing I want to say, because I'll, I'll forget by next week. I happen to run into Jackie Tone this week. Oh, great. A, a favorite guest on our show. She was on a, um, a couple months ago, maybe a few months ago at this point. And uh, she said, I I ran into her like we were walking by each other. So it was very quick interaction. But she said, uh, hey, people send me all the time, uh, PPS, poo-poo, no. (laughs) Which is from the show. The question was going to the bathroom uh, while your partner is in the bathroom, is this good? Or in front of your partner, is this good? And her rule was PPS, poo-poo, no. And uh, it's nice that, that it lives on. On the That's internet, it's right. being forwarded to her. I imagine my people being like, hey, did you see this? Like, do you know that you've said this uh, online? But uh, Jackie was a, a favorite guest of the people, a great sport. Would love to have her on again.
1: Yeah, let's get her back on.
0: Uh, all right, JD, that was our first half pint, our first mini sewed, which is a true full pint. Longer yeah, than is, some of our regular episodes, we fail. This is
1: just exactly how it is with you and me. We'll go out for one drink and uh-huh. then end up closing the bar. This is how it always happens. And then you say, oh, God, I got to go. <laughs> Rachel's going to kill me.
0: <laughs> I'll have a half pint. <laughs> um, all right, listen to the this week's show that's coming up. Oh, I guess next week's show. Uh, it's Ever Maynard, a very, very funny comedian. Um, we talked about sharing your location on your phone with your partner or your friends. We talked about hustle culture. We talked about lighting your lawn on fire and so much more. So listen to that when it comes out. Uh, and this was Matty and JD reaching out from the great beyond. Thanks for coming, JD. We'll see you next week.